Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Happy Tuesday, honey. Welcome to the Fuck It Up Comedy Club podcast. I'm your host, Kima Bob, and you are now tuned in to an unapologetic celebration of comedians of color who are not cis men. Now you're saying, okay, but what is that? I'll tell you. It's an opportunity to hear dope stand up from lovely comedians and get to know them a little better. On today's episode, we have stand-up from Athena Kublinu, Katie Green, and Shivani Dave. So excited to have them. Now, this episode was recorded before the U.S. Supreme Court decision to reverse Roe v. Wade, so there's a little bit of chat about that. But since this is a celebration, I asked the gang to each share a moment where they felt fucking incredible. I recently started having a crush on someone, and um, yeah, woo indeed. And I have managed to not imagine our entire future. (laughs) And if you know me, you know that that's taken some effort. And quite frankly, I think that it's fucking incredible. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, in lockdown, I waxed my own puss, and I know, wow. I know. The first strip, I was like, I really thought it was gonna be the first vagina loss to COVID nineteen. <laughs> but after, it felt empowering, so I felt fucking incredible. Okay. Wow, so proud of you. <laughs> so brave, so strong. I'll do one now. Okay, oh, yeah, no, yeah, you don't you, 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 you go, you go, you go. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So just... gracious. This would never happen. Like, an old dude's coming. No, no, no. Oh, you no. go. After, after you. I literally, I wanted to give you thinking time. Now I feel terrible. After okay. you. Okay, so for, super quick. Like, I, so when I first got pregnant, like, you might think, oh, my God, like, because I was a surprise baby, and most people would be like, oh, how do you pay for it? You know, where do you live? I was like, I don't know how to do hair. <laughs> <laughs> I did I hair? And I have learned how to cane um, And the wow. first time I got like them cane straight in my daughter's hair, I felt fucking incredible, man. I was like, that you're going to go to school and people are going to know that yeah. mother knows how to do hair. Yeah. There's nothing worse than being a black child with shit hair. And, <laughs> and everyone goes, your mum can't do hair, can she? Oh my God. So oh, yeah, it felt great. It felt you've great. unlocked yeah, yeah. another level. Whew, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Incredible. I, on Friday, I um, somehow managed to blag my way onto the nominee list for the British LGBT awards incredible um i was up in a category against rylan he does not represent me <laughs> he represents me no. <laughs> rylan alan carr joe lysa amazing hilarious what was the category white gay <laughs> it's funny you should say that i was the only person not a cis man on the panel or on the nomination list whatever My it's goodness. called 
so I managed to somehow find my way there, uh, which was great. And people had no idea who I was. Yes. But I had the VIP wristband because I was just as important as them. Yes. And so um, Shirley with the great rack from Strictly. I don't know who that is. Shirley from Strictly. I the judge. Are they always the same judges? Yeah, on Strictly Come Dancing. I'm so sorry. Football. I wish we had Strictly. Do you have you even been in this country? Like, what the fuck? Where, where's immigration, man? Shame you paying attention. Hold up, I got Pretty Patel's number. She's part of the community. You're supposed to integrate. My gosh. Please don't tell the home office. Please don't tell the home office about my crimes. I bet you don't even like gravy, do you? Fucking hell. On what? Did you did you uh, did you not have fish and chips for dinner on Friday night? Every Friday night. Good. Is that what we do in this nation? Yeah. Oh, there's so many rules. Saturday night it's curry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is heavy. This is a this is a burden. Yeah. I just so it was just good. It was good fun. It was good fun. I had lots of famous people, very very famous people coming up to me, talking to me as though I was also a famous person. Yes. I just I just went with it. I like made up shit. I was like, yeah. I was like, actually, yeah, I am the first non-binary person to have gone to space. And they were like, wow. <laughs> it was fucking incredible. Please put your hands together and welcome to the stage your host for the evening, Kima Bob! Uh, I'm so glad to be here with you. Um, this platform means so much to me. Uh, if you don't know what the Films of Color Comedy Club is, if you don't know what Fuck It Up Comedy Club is, it is simply a platform that centers and celebrates comedians of color who are not cis men. Yeah. It's beautiful, it's elegant, it's simple, it's meaningful, it's impactful. Mm. Some would say we're changing the world, and by some, I mean me. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad to be here with you guys. I'm your host, Kima Bob. I'm from America. It's a piece of shit. We all know. It's so bad, isn't it? Oh, my God, it's so bad. My period came uh, today, and I was just like, amen. And I... <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yes! It's so great. And uh, do you know what's crazy about it? Even though I, I haven't, like, boned, I haven't, like, boned a, a sperm carrier in the past month or so, every time that it comes, it's just the leftover Texas, like, PTSD in me. I'm just like, woo, again! <laughs> we did it! We survived! <laughs> It's absolutely incredible. And I always just feel like the last period was like a false alarm from the time that I fucked a sperm person like six months ago. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, that one was a lie, but this one, probably real. But just to be sure, we're going to wait for it to come next month. Uh, it's absolutely wild, man. There's like, I, I've not had an abortion, but I've been in the position to need one. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, pregnancy scares are not a joke, man. And I'm always pregnancy scared. All the time. I'm just like, there's no way. There's no way that didn't take. I don't know. It's wild. Like, I feel like nothing brings you more clarity that someone that you fucked is an asshole than the possibility of being impregnated by them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
I had that. I had that in college. I remember, like, because I, I, I wasn't um, doing two things that are important when you're trying to keep an eye on uh, fertility and whatnot. Uh, one, I wasn't, like, tracking my period at all. Shout out to apps and whatnot. And two, I wasn't wrapping it the fuck up. Just meat to meat. <laughs> meat to meat. Left and right. Meat to meat. It's a miracle I'm still standing. Um, it's a wild time. And I remember um, I had sex with this boy. And, oh, I was enamored by him. He was 6'9", personality irrelevant. <laughs> Just tall. So happy about tall, handsome, great. I was on board. Uh, and it wasn't until I was like, oh, where's my period? That it occurred to me um, that not only was he an asshole, but you don't really want to grow something 6'9 inside you. <laughs> like, oh, no, thank you. Please, not for me. Oh, my gosh. It's absolutely wild. And to think that, like, the American government is thinking about, like, stepping back at, like, reproductive rights outside of just, like, your right to terminate a pregnancy, but also, like, contraception. They're also talking about fucking with, the, um, like, people of the same, like, sex being able to bone and get married. Chill out. Uh, mind your business. Uh, God. They don't want anyone to have fun and be happy. It's so fucked up. And, like, it's weird because it, it feels like a weird, like, catch-22 when you, like, have a uterus and whatnot, you know? Like, oh, if you don't want to get pregnant, have birth control. But birth control can make you fucking insane. Mmm. Little nod of recognition. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Like... I had been on, like, this quite a long mental health journey trying to figure out what was going on up here. <laughs> and um, I clocked after a while that while over the past, like, 10 years or so, I haven't been pregnant. I have been crazy. Um, <laughs> so much. And um, so I was like, hold on a second. Maybe there's something in this hormonal birth control that's not, like, the best thing for me. Um, and I had an IUD at the time. So fun. So fun. Um, right? The, the whole process of an IUD, the glamour of it. You go in, you go into the gyno, and then they put you on the strips and whatnot, and uh, they were like, this is going to pinch a little bit. We're going to insert the device. It's going to pinch a little bit. Does it pinch a little bit? No! It's insane. It feels like someone is putting you on, like, a kebab skewer. <laughs> like, they're just like, pow! Just a sharp, like, stab to the cervix. It's insane. And the removal is just as fun. Um, and what was mad to me, this isn't even a joke, I, I was in the stirrups and stuff, and the nurse reassured me. She was like, hey, don't worry. This thing, we're going to put it up there. We're going to put it so far up there, your partner won't be able to feel it. First of all, who cares? <laughs> the fuck? Second of all, not true. <laughs> not true. God, absolute insanity. So I had it uh, removed, and it just, like, oh, she yanked it out, and, like, a bit of my soul went with it. <laughs> um, and then she looked me in the eyes, and she was like, I don't know why you've had this removed today, but I just need you to be very careful out there, Okay because you are extremely fertile. <laughs> it was terrifying. 
It was the most terrifying any, like, thing that anyone has ever said to me. Do you hear me? Like, it felt like, oh, my God. She said it to me like my baby was her worst fear. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, bitch, my baby is my worst fear. You got to get your own fear. Enough about me and my uterus. <laughs> um, gang, I have an incredible show for you today. So the first comic I'm going to bring to the stage is so great. <laughs> I feel like there should be other adjectives, and maybe I'll get a thesaurus when I hop off and look up more words for great. But um, she's absolutely incredible, and I'm excited for you all to meet her, to see her again, to become absolute fans, to follow her online, but not home. Would you mind starting the applause And spread it around as we welcome to the stage the incredible Katie Green! How are we doing, guys? Good? Um, I am part Latina. Any Latinos in? One, fucking... You were like, see <laughs> um, A lot of people ask me what to say Latina so strongly, and it's because this is my skin tone. And my name is Katie Green, okay? <laughs> and if I say to you, hi, my name is Katie, and I'm a Latina, it sounds like I'm telling you what I was for Halloween, okay? <laughs> Doesn't work. My grandma's from El Salvador. Um, she's in her 80s, but she's very trendy. Like, the other day, she called me, and she was like, hija. Have you heard about this new Latina singer, Cardi B? I was like, Grandma, how do you know who Cardi B is? And she was like, I know things. Oh, Why are you 80 and cooler than me? It's just not fair, right? She really wanted to go to the Bad Bunny concert with me. Um, if you don't know who Bad Bunny is, he's a Latino trap artist, which means he raps about very important things like bitches and money. And my grandma's like, let's go. <laughs> But I'm like, Grandma, you need to listen to some lyrics before we actually go to the concert, right? And he has one verse. Basically, he says, he likes Puerto Rican women. He likes Cuban women. He likes Colombian women's accents. And he likes the way Venezuelan women fuck. <laughs> and my grandmother was like, Hija, this is a horrible song. <laughs> he doesn't say anything about the Salvadoreñas. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, Grandma. That is exactly why it is so disrespectful. <laughs> Because we want to be fucked, too. <laughs> God, where's our shout-out? Uh, I, I moved here recently. I used to live in L.A. I used to love living in L.A. because I used to drive, and I used to have road rage, and I used to love honking at people. But then I moved over here, and I started cycling, and I still have road rage, okay? <laughs> but, like, ding-ding is not as effective, you know? But I'll get really mad when I'm cycling. Like, the other day, I'm cycling, doing my thing, and this car behind me kept on honking at me and started yelling at me, and I was like, what the Fuck. So when he slowed down, I cycled over to the driver's window and I said, fuck you, you fucking asshole. And at that moment, I remembered you guys drive on the other side. <laughs> so I actually yelled that to the passenger, uh, who was a child, okay? <laughs> but I committed, I said, tell your dad he's a fucking asshole. And that was the last time I ever cycled on the M25, okay? <laughs> Never again. Uh, moved here recently. I've, I've been doing a lot of crying lately. Anyone else been crying? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies! Woo! I love that. What a vibe. That was, that's, mm, I love it. Um, I cry a lot. My favorite place to cry is the tube. Um, because nobody looks at you, and it's just so nice. You know? Like, I was crying on my way here, and I saw this girl move her mask over her eyes. 
just to avoid looking at me. And I'm like, thank you for the respect, you know? Usually nobody talks to you when you're crying on public transport, right? But one time I was crying and this girl come up to me and she was like, I just want to say he's not worth it. And I was like, okay, my dad just died. But you're right, fuck him, okay? He's not worth it. He's not worth it. I was crying over a guy. I just didn't want to let her know, okay? Just didn't, didn't want to give her that satisfaction. I was dating a British guy. And um, it's difficult when you're dating a British guy because, you know, I was like, like, I was just so close to getting a visa. And it's just, I was just, it was, it's also like, he wasn't technically my boyfriend, okay? I'll be honest. He wasn't technically my boyfriend, but he felt like he's my boyfriend. And it's hard because I'm part Latina, okay? So I'm naturally very possessive. But I'm also part European, so I do have that tendency to claim things that were never really mine in the first place. You know? Really conflicting. I'm also a jealous person. Very jealous. And he asked me, that was one of the first questions he asked me. He's like, would you consider yourself a jealous person? And I didn't want to admit it, right? So I said... I want to say that I'm jealous. I'd say that I'm suspicious. <laughs> I'd say I'm distrustful. In Spanish, the word is celosa, and it translates into a valid feeling for a woman to have when Bianca keeps commenting on your fucking pictures, okay? It's valid. He had a foot fetish, and it's hard because I'm jealous, right? So when he first told me, my first thought was, a lot of women have feet. <laughs> Most women have feet. You know how hard that was for me? He'd be like, let's go swimming. I'm like, absolutely fucking not. Absolutely not. So you can look at other bitches' toes? No, no. People would come over for meals and they'd be like, shoes off. I'd be like, please keep them on, okay? Don't excite him. Wasn't always great though. I think, and I think we, we ended things. And I think the hardest thing about going through a breakup in this country is that I had to get British advice, okay? And... I'll be honest with you guys. It's just a bit too non-confrontational for me. Okay, like I said, I'm Latina. Okay, advice when I went through a breakup at home, it was like, we're going to get the machete. <laughs> we're going to go through his house. We're going to slash out of his tires, and then we're going to wait in the window. And I was like, whoa, grandma, chill out, okay? <laughs> just say, listen to Cardi B. It's not that serious. But I have a friend out here, and her advice, she was like, Katie, all you have to do... Okay, all you have to do is write him a letter. That's it, okay? And remember, the letter's for you, not for him. Okay? Okay? And you're going to write all your feelings in the letter, okay? Everything you want to say to him, and then you're going to fold it up and just put it in the bin. I was like, that's horrible advice. And she's like, I'm so sorry. Put it in the recycling. <laughs> Crazy bitch. Crazy. It wasn't always perfect with him, though. Like, we weren't compatible in a lot of ways. Like, we weren't... Like, okay, when it came to foreplay and stuff, we weren't on the same page. Like, it, when it comes to, like, head and stuff, I'm very giving, okay? This is not an advert. I'm just letting you know, okay? Just, <laughs> hey, okay. Um, I am very giving, though. My only thing, my only thing with, with, with that... I just wish that when you were down there, there was a little timer right next to it that told me how much longer I had left, okay? You know, because like, I don't mind showing up for work. I just like knowing when I'm gonna clock out, you know? <laughs> When's it gonna be done? No. 
he wasn't very, he didn't reciprocate well. Like his foreplay was very, very, very bad. Like, he's so minimal. Like, when we were in bed, it kind of felt like we were reenacting all of our twists because I would just be like, please, sir. May I have some more? And he'd just be like, more? You want more? Horrible. Horrible. Favorite position was doggy style. Um, and I actually read in an article, it said that men who prefer doggy style typically prefer it because it's the least intimate position because you don't have to make eye contact. I read this and I was very upset. I was very, because I'm like, what the fuck? I've been doing doggy style this whole time. Like, this is just pissed me off. So I was like, I, oh, I'm never going to do doggy style again. I made my own variation. I called it excited doggy. <laughs> I made eye contact every time. Okay. <laughs> He never came again, but not my problem. <laughs> Search yourself out. <laughs> no, it was, he's also, he was also a funny guy. And I think that a lot of girls think they want a funny guy. But you don't, okay? Letting you know right now, you don't want a funny guy. You know why? Because funny doesn't make you come. Okay? Absolutely does not. Like, he would go down there, he'd tap on the pussy a few times, and he'd be like, is this thing on? <laughs> it wasn't. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out things about what I like. I'm, I'm, like, I'm trying to date. I'm, I'm trying to dating, dating apps. Like, my favorite dating app is Spare Room. Um, <laughs> it's the most effective. Um, but I'm trying to figure out, and I have this theory. I have this theory that the more talented somebody is, the less likely they are to be loyal. And I think this because I actually slept with a professional athlete, and there's no punchline there. I just like telling as many people as I can, okay? <laughs> I just love telling people, this pussy's gone pro, okay? Um, <laughs> All right, guys, I've been Katie. Thank you so much for having me. Get up for your amazing host, Kima. Another round of applause for Katie Gray! So good. Oh, the next act that we're going to bring to the stage. Incredible. Okay? I don't know why I tried to say it with an accent. Maybe to let you know that, hey, I'm just like you. I, I say incredible, too. I know we all say incredible like that. I just want you to know. Um, the next act I'm going to bring on, journalist, presenter, ex-physicist, no idea what that means, <laughs> and also stand-up comedian. Um, so please whoop and cheer and clap and stop as we welcome to the stage, Shivani Devi! <laughs> Um, hi, I'm Shivani Dave. Um, my, thank you for coming out. Sunday night. Sunday's a new Saturday. Yeah. Um, I, I like to tell people my name many times because it's spelt Dave. And the amount of emails I've got to Dave Shivani pisses me off. So it's Shivani Dave, spelt D-A-V-E, pronounced Dave. Do you want to give it a go? Yeah, nice. Dave, thank you very much. I'm also non-binary, which can also confuse some people because I dress like a teenage boy, but I've got the tits of Sofia Vergara. <laughs> it's Pride Month. Any LGBTs in the house? <laughs> nice. It's 50 years of, of Pride in the UK, which is incredible. Um, are we rolling with any allies? Any allies in the house? <laughs> Slightly less, slightly muted from the allies. It's okay, we, we like you as well, you know? Some of my best friends are allies. Some allies are really good people. 
Um, but the bar for allies is really quite low, right? The bar for an ally is basically on the floor. You don't hate us? Great. <laughs> you, you don't want to hate Kaimi? Amazing. You're one of the gang. And that's what I really find annoying. The fact that when people think that allies is part of the LGBTQ plus community, the plus apparently includes allies. No, it doesn't. I also get annoyed when people say that they are LGBTQ plus because no one is really LGBTQ plus. How are you all of these things, you know? How are you... Wait, hold on. I, I have come out as all of those things. <laughs> I have, I have. I, I first came out as bisexual, then I realised that um, being bisexual meant that it was a choice for me to date men. And I chose to not date men. <laughs> so I came out as a lesbian. Didn't really vibe with that word. Seemed a little bit not right for me. Came out as gay. Came out as non-binary. That was uh, the T. And now I'm queer and I'm here. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's a weird thing when people say they're LGBTQ+. They aren't. And um, when you are part of the Alphabet Mafia, people expect you to represent the Alphabet Mafia. It's like that with any minority group, though. They love to put us all in a box. If you want to say that I'm brown, say I'm brown, don't call me BAME. It's not a thing. So I've come out as all these things. I've come out as LGBT and Q, waiting for the plus. Um... And I love coming out. I came out as non-binary during the pandemic. So I found it a very productive time to really scrutinize my gender, get very anxious about things, experience a lot of depression, and realize that it was all linked to the same thing. And so I came out during the pandemic, and um, it gave me a great opportunity as well to really put some time and effort into my long-distance relationships. So I did that, as any AFAB, loving AFAB person would do. And I got into a pretty serious relationship with a very nice girl. And it, it's quite serious. We're still together. And um, thank you, thank you. The bar is also on the floor. Um, I got into a relationship with her, and it's quite serious. And I thought, maybe it's time I tell my grandma. Maybe it's time I come out to my grandma. And she's this... South Indian woman from, like, she migrated from India to Kenya to the UK, doesn't speak English that well, like, I didn't want to, like, overwhelm her, didn't want to intimidate her. She's not on Instagram, so she hasn't seen that I'm fucking gay. Um, she's also blind, so even if she was on Instagram, um, she wouldn't have seen it. I went round to dinner at her house. She made it my favourite food, which was great. It's always lovely. She had no idea what was going to hit her. Um, but she's always, always had this image of me getting married and having children. And she likes to tell me that when she was my age, she was married, she had two children, doesn't care for the fact that I'm unmarried and have two degrees, but whatever. So I came out to her, uh, brought my girlfriend round, and I thought, what's the best way to do this? How am I going to do this? Because my girlfriend's got short hair, so she could maybe pass. My grandma is blind. Um, her voice gives it away a little bit. So I thought, the way I'm going to appease her is um, my grandma's constantly hoping that I retrain as a doctor, lawyer, or accountant. So I'm going to say, hi, grandma. This is Ellie. She's a lawyer and my girlfriend. It <laughs> fucking worked. <laughs> it's great though, it's great because 
she loves my girlfriend. She loves Ellie so much. She kind of loves her more than me. <laughs> which is worrying, because whenever I call her and I try and do the due diligence of calling her once a week, and she always says, how's Ellie? What's she up to? Is she having a good time at work? What's going on? God's sake, ask a question about me. I want the attention. Um, that's why I've come out so many times. <laughs> Coming out as non-binary was different. Lots of things changed. I, I told my doctor, I told my GP, and they've been really good about it. So my letters don't say miss, they don't call me lady, they don't do any of that horrible gendered stuff that I hate. They sent me a letter, they invited me, actually, to a, an, an event that they only host once every five years. They invited me to a smear test. <laughs> I thought, I'd RSVP, yes, apparently they're very important. They are still very, very gendered, though, and um, it's, it's awkward, someone's all up in your business. So I thought, I'll, I'll try and make a nice experience of it. So I did a bit of gardening and tried to... Tried to make it as pleasant for me and for the other person as possible. If someone's up there, it's kind of like, you know, it's got to be a bit mutual, right? You've got you to have a bit of give and take. So I was trying to make it nice for the nurse. And uh, the nurse is down there. She's great, by the way. No misgendering, none of that awkward stuff. The awkward thing is, though, is there's a woman, probably mid-50s, always mid-50s, in fact, who goes down on you and is looking into your third eye, <laughs> but also likes to make small talk. So I'm there, I'm thinking, yes, I've done my gardening, it's looking good, she's going to have a great experience, I'm going to lie back and think of the queen. <laughs> but she's making small talk, she's seeing that I'm trimmed, she's thinking, oh, this looks 10 out of 10, so, uh, got any nice holiday plans? Bitch, I'm not at the hairdresser. <laughs> Thank you very much. so much of like my first girlfriend oh oh the way that my first girlfriend hit on me was oh so good one for the books it was a new year's party we were all fucked up in different ways and she walked up to me gorgeous I already thought she was gorgeous she walked up to me and she goes hey I think you're beautiful and I was wondering are you interested in women and on the outside I was like yeah but on the inside, I was like, yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we grew up in Texas. We went to a private Christian university. They tried to hold us down. <laughs> but we back, baby, we here, and we are in the game. Um, it's absolute madness. Um, was it a healthy relationship? No. <laughs> no. Um, but it was fun. <laughs> While it lasted. Um, okay, I have a, one more incredible comedian for you before we get to the shot, okay? There's some people that they're like smart on stage, but they're a bit wanky, and it's like, we get it, you want to impress your dad. Do you know what I mean? This comic manages to be intelligent, but also like charismatic and cool, and there's just no one like her that I know. I'm obsessed at this point, holding her face because, I'm uh, sorry, I, wanted, I just want to embarrass all my friends. Um, yeah, absolutely love her. So please welcome her to the stage with all of the mm that's in you. Now, your hands were forged, okay? In the, in the fire 
of the cosmos. The heat of the sun itself forged your gorgeous hands. And you could do anything. You could hold stuff. You could put the stuff you're holding down. You could do anything with those two. And right now, what you're gonna use them for? Huh, huh. You got this. You got this in the bag. You're just gonna slap them together a little bit. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's pass them around. Great job. As we welcome to the stage, Athena Kulano! What's happening, guys? We good? Let me tell you something about Kima. I, she's been trying to get into my knickers. <laughs> she reminded me of something, and this is kind of true. So um, I'm, I'm not gay, but for my whole life, you know, women have always asked me if I was gay and tried it on or whatever, and I hate disappointing, you know, people who are attracted to me. I hate it. I hate it, but I've always had to, and, and, it's, and it's kind of sad that sexuality is, is not a choice, because if I had the choice, I probably would choose... If I had the choice, I mean, who would choose... <laughs> to be attracted to men. <laughs> Who would choose this? Have you seen their feet? <laughs> oh my gosh. My God. I, I love Lord of the Rings. I love the books. I love the movies. Watch Lord of the Rings again, all right? Check out The Hobbits and check... <laughs> their feet, yeah? That's not CGI. <laughs> That's how they save the money. They're like, yeah, we'll film this. But we don't need green screen for this. That's... <laughs> people don't admit. People don't admit to two things. Like, the first thing they don't admit to, and we all know this is true, no one admits to a fart. Right. Like, in my first pregnancy, I was... Very, no, second pregnancy, I was very windy. Windy, windy, windy. I'd be in a house. There'd be three people in this house. Me, my first child, my partner. I, I was just permanently pointing at the child. I was like, it's... It's her, it's her, it wasn't her. I was farting my ass off, right? That's just how I had a windy pregnancy. Peppermint tea, ladies, if you get windy. It really does work. The second thing no one admits to doing is voting conservative. Think about it. No one admits to voting conservative, but someone's fucking doing it, right? Someone's doing it. I know, I know who's doing it. Old African parents. Exactly. Old African parents are voting conservative. Let me tell you something and think about this. If you're black and brown and you're got parents, you know we come from conservative countries. We do. The countries our parents come from and their parents, grandparents come from are conservative. African parents don't like paying tax. We hate paying tax just as much as Jeff Bezos and all them lots. The thing is, it's true. We don't like paying tax. Okay, that's why we like starting businesses. Oh, they're so entrepreneurial. No, we want to evade tax. What are you talking about? Um, but when our parents came here and they set foot in this country and the kind of people who agreed with them on like not paying taxes to the government, those are the same kind of people who weren't very nice to them, you know. So then it became a choice between paying tax or being attacked. We'll just vote Labour for a little while. We'll be socialists. We'll be socialists. But my dad is from Ghana. It's a very socially conservative country. When I went there with my partner, sorry, um, but when I went there... <laughs> When I went there with my partner and our first daughter, um, we weren't married. We're still not married. We so we're not married. And we went there. And uh, no one could deal with the fact that I had a child with someone who I wasn't married to. 
my friends, my family, people we meet for the first time, they'd be like, oh, you're his wife, he's your husband, and that's your child. I'd be like, no, 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 we're not married, we're not married. They'd be like, sure, you're his wife, <laughs> he's your husband, and that's, and that's explained to them, no, like, your eggs don't really care, they will, they'll take any old sperm. <laughs> they, won't, they don't ask if they put a ring on it, do you know what I mean? Like, that, so to write that down, ladies, they don't have to, you can get knocked up by guys you don't even like. Let alone guys you're not married to. <laughs> they couldn't deal with it. I, after a while, I was in this, I was, it was like quite a long holiday. We were there for three weeks. After a while, I just got so fed up. I was like, yes, I'm, fine, we're married. We're not married, like I've said, but I thought we might as well be married like we own a rake. <laughs> it's a big commitment, guys. Anyone in a relationship right now, think about the kind of things you own with your partner. You might own a plasma screen TV together. Fair enough. You might have bought a cushion in home base. A rake? <laughs> That's a long-term investment. <laughs> I couldn't leave this man even if I wanted to, man. Like, we share car insurance, so... Far too much admin. <laughs> Far too... <laughs> I'm leaving him, no claims bonus. We've got a very nice existence, a uh, very middle-class existence. We've got conservatory. Thank you very much. Give me a cheer if you've got conservatory. <laughs> Did you, was that an aspirational cheer? You've got a proper, you got conservatory, that's right. Pay, oh, you shake it, they're shaking their head, they're shaking their head. They've got no conservatory. For real, man, none of your conservatories. Now, Akima, I thought we had a middle-class audience. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm walking off stage. I only perform to people who shop at Lidl ironically. <laughs> what the hell is this? I've got some Lidl weekly shoppers here. <laughs> cut, cut price supermarkets are a funny thing. I love it when some posh person goes to Lidl or one of them, one of them ones that uh, um, What's Netto? You guys know Netto? Yeah, yeah, you know about Netto, innit? You're, you're in the proper ghetto if there's a Netto. My gosh. I love it when posh people go to these places and they pick up peanut butter and then they write a 500-word Guardian article because it tastes just the same as the Waitrose brand. And you're right, it does taste just the same as the Waitrose brand because it's fucking peanut butter. It's made out of peanuts. <laughs> middle-class people make me laugh. <laughs> they, they, uh, but um, the thing about middle-class people is that they're not the people who are supposed to help us. The thing now is that we need the help of the white working class. By we, I mean black people and people of colour. We need white working class people to be our allies in the struggle for racial equality. We talk about that. You know what I think? Can we have Nigella? <laughs> Just feel like... Working class people, if you're white, you're lovely, but I'd prefer Ni Nigella. I <laughs> Nigella Lawson is iconic. Nigella Lawson invented the pizza. <laughs> Do you know what a pizza is? It's a pizza. But instead of a dough base, it's got a base of beef mince. <laughs> <laughs> And because Nigella Lawson invented it, it's fucking delicious. Mm, a genius! You're a genius, Nigella! You took out the bread and you put mints underneath it. Fucking hell, Nigella. God damn. No wonder you've got a kitchen island and I don't. Amazing. That's what it gets you. If Sheila from the Leisure Centre goes on Come Dine With Me, 
and serves up a meat, sir. Can you imagine? The taxi ride on the way home. One, one, one. Give me that zero from the ten. Zero. There'll be slack. Channel 4 wouldn't even broadcast it. We can't put this out. Like, the Italians will be up in arms. They'll invade us and NATO will go, yes, we're joining in on this one. You, put, you took a pizza, which is perfect. Pizzas are perfect. Everyone loves pizza. If you know someone who doesn't like pizza, I'm telling you right now, you know someone who is part of the lizard people. <laughs> Call David Icke right now. You don't like pizzas. You're not of this earth, mate. You took a perfect, perfect dish. Something you can pick up and hold. And you put the bit you pick up and hold... <laughs> He took the bit you pick up and hold and you made it beef. Imagine Deliveroo. <laughs> Bringing you a meat, sir. Turn up looking like dog food. <laughs> what I'm saying is if you don't have the clout to make people want to eat a meat, sir, it's on BBC Good Food, guys. Come on. They, she was on BBC Two with that shit. If you don't have the clout to get people to eat a meat, sir, how the hell are you going to have the clout to fix the Metropolitan Police. <laughs> Peace, thank you. Thanks. Another round of applause for Athena Kluber The absolute queen of Mitsa. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's me, Kima B, letting you know that if you like listening to us fuck it up in your house, if you like listening to us fuck it up in your car or on your train, you will absolutely love being in the room where it happens. We usually record our episodes in London in front of a live audience. And let me tell you, it's one of the most beautiful audiences I've ever seen. And I would love for you to join us. For more info, check out Fuck It Up Comedy on Insta or Twitter or go to fuckitupcomedy.com. It's a parade of hilarious people. It's a parade of funny, funny humans. And they're walking to the stage and they're sitting in some chairs. 
Yes, can they, let's keep that in. Um, gang, um, thank you for your comedy silence. Thank you for being here today. You're thank welcome. You. Yeah. Thank you. Look at us on stage, just talking in front of people the way that we do all the time. So normal. <laughs> Very normal thing to do. Um, I want to ask you all a question, and this is kind of, you're going to have to dig. You're going to have to dig. Um, what song are you currently listening to that's giving you life? I'm I'll start. Kendrick Lamar, Die Hard. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't it's, heard this. You haven't listened to his the, new stuff. It's, it's a banger. Like, it's Is nice. It? It's... I mean, a lot, there are problems with his album for sure. But mm. what I like about him is the way he can express what he's going through um, mm. in a way that makes you have just extreme, like radical empathy. Yes. You know, yes, there's something yeah. about his, like, how articulate he is and also about just his musicality, like this mm. just extreme articulateness. It's mm. quite funny that I had to make up a word <laughs> to describe someone who's articulate. Mm. Against just like just phenomenal kind of like musicality, I I, I can't stop listening to Die Hard right now. Yeah. yeah, how does it make you feel the song? Like are you like yeah? Like I never want extreme success in my life. It makes me feel good about being a fader. Like oh, I don't want. To, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're being going fa- deep. Yeah. We're going deep. <laughs> being famous sounds kind of problematic, Kendrick. You know, like I don't think I want to be famous. Oh, so yeah. is it like I'm famous? It's hard. I'm rich. It's, Everybody wants my money. It's kind of. It's about how fame has made him act like a terrible person. He talks about okay. the things he did and, and all this stuff and. And yeah. about, he's trying to make amends with his girlfriend, who's now his wife, who he didn't treat very well when he was on to come up. Because um, he was too famous, and it, when you're famous, it's hard not to cheat. Yeah. Pre- Is that... Precisely. The, the it's like I'm listening... Verse. It's like I'm listening to Kendrick Lamar right now. <laughs> yeah, it's always playing in my head, actually. As well, I think the best thing that's come out of um, me, like, doing TV, which is not being famous, is that my weird guy started coming on time. He used to be late, and then one day he showed up on time, and he was like, I saw you on that show, love. And I was like, oh, thank you, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> no discount. No discount at all. Yeah, what about you? And you, you uh, as a radio person, and sometimes you host, like, radio shows with music in them, so, like, I'm just saying, like, the bar... The bar is high. But all I can think right now is I've been watching on loop Olivia Rodrigo bringing Lily Allen on stage at Glastonbury. I dedicating, didn't see it. Dedicating the performance to the arseholes in the Supreme Court. Yeah, my favourite guys. And like, um, Have you heard that thing that's like dream blunt rotation? No. Like they, they're like pick four people that you would love to just get high and chill with your dream blunt rotation. And mine would definitely have to be the conservatives on the Supreme Court. <laughs> 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 Nightmare blunt rotation. Those sounds love it. Well, the thing is, if they like fuck you, but if they were to fuck them, they would really. Um, well, actually, they wouldn't need to strap up because I feel like the conservatives on the Supreme Court would probably allow their own babies to be terminated, just not anyone else's. Yeah. Oh, it's tricky, that. Katie. <laughs> what a transition. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is why we're here as well, to get abortions. We're just like, bye, America. We fucking... Yeah, a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. My on repeat is Envolver by um, Anita. I love Anita. She's like she's Brazilian, but her Spanish songs, I'm, I'm vibing with mm. it. I like too much. Oh, so she's Brazilian, but she doesn't always perform in Portuguese. No, so she's 
started um, her career in Portuguese, mm. but then has moved over to Spanish and, um, and, and market, English baby. as well to really just like capitalize the mm-hmm. whole Latin American market. And like mm. business model wise, it's just, it's great because like she taught herself, she taught herself English. Oh my God, you love her. I do love her. She's looking great. She's looking great. I do. And she has dances with every like song that she does. Yeah. And it becomes like this whole thing. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I what's try. The, what's the vibe of the song by Anita? It's like, it's just like really sexual. And it's like, there's a dance and it's like, like you like just go onto the floor and just start gyrating your mm. hips. And that's why my hips are actually not well right now. But, and it's um, called, <laughs> it's called Volver. And Volver. And yeah. Volver. Yeah, there's also I'm a remix. So it's fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like, mm. it's very, Anita for the win. It's cute. Mm. God. Um, we were um, talking earlier before the show. Sorry, guys, we had to. Um, <laughs> and everyone was all like, you guys were all like, oh, I've, I've, I play sports. Um, and I respect that for you and your lifestyles. Um, I have never really been a sporter, and I was just wondering if you guys could work together to explain football to me. Okay. <laughs> ball and net. That's, that's ball the ball and, and the ball. That's, I don't know. Um, generally, people running. Yeah, you got to do that. For a long time. Oh, not everyone runs, though. Mm. Some people just come on and they're just kind of like, they've come on for vibes. Okay, you know? yeah. <laughs> not everyone runs, so you've got you know, you to keep an eye on those ones and just have yeah. a good Except the goalkeeper and don't have yeah, to run. He, he doesn't run too much. If you're the goalkeeper, you just get hit with things. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Or you can just jump out the way. Which, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. an option, but is, uh, but that, is that bad? Well, it depends on how you're looking at it. It's bad for your team, but if you're it's, making money from how you look, sure, it's, it's good, good for, for your you. body. Yeah, it's good, it's good for that bank balance. Mm. I do notice that. Um, when I do see the football, um, a lot of the people playing hot. Mm. Oh, what? What, what? No, what are you not, watching? Not I don't watch it often. Only, I, I don't think you're zooming in. Okay. I, I think so. Maybe I'm confusing hot for rich. Can I just? <laughs> yes. can, can I just? Yes. Can I just come yes. in on this? Yeah. You need to get on women's football. Hot. Hot. Mm. Yeah. But less yeah. rich. Yeah. They know. They know. <laughs> but because of the patriarchy, less rich. Less rich. Yeah. Ah. More hot. <laughs> So, um, ball and net, people, uh, attractive, some of them, some of them not. Um, 90 minutes? Yeah, and the word wanker is... Wanker! uh, You'll hear that a lot. Any any level of the game, you'll hear the word wanker. It's a good footballing term. Referee's a wanker, goalie's a wanker. Yeah. Everyone's a wanker. wanker. Your mum's a wanker. Yeah. Right. Everyone's wanking. I I only know, like, uh, well, kind of two things about UK football. One is that um, I just found out I live too close to uh, Arsenal Stadium. Oh, I live live near there. Oh, nice one. We might be named. We should walk by the stadium on game day and go, wanker. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'll be good. And that sounds safe. Yeah. <laughs> Just sounds safe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And like the other thing I know is that uh was it Mill Millwall mm. or something? Uh racist. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm gonna stick up for Millwall. They've got yes in the eight yes, yes. and no. Yes and no. And they've got a great ladies team actually. So if you want to get into ladies football, Millwall is a place to start. Okay. Yeah. 
We'll talk. It's not funny. But, it's just like... <laughs> but <laughs> Arsenal women's football. Hot and not racist. And close to my house. Yeah. <laughs> and close to my no, house. No, the patriarchy well. means that they have to actually train like super far up north. Like they, get they train in like Borehamwood. It's not a joke, it's just factual. The patriarchy. That's so bad. No, hey, hey, hey. Ruins everything. Hey, don't feel any pressure to be funny. <laughs> you gave these people your jokes. <laughs> um, Katie, mm. you're uh, going up to the front for the. Pleasance Reserve. I am. So if you guys don't know, the Pleasance Reserve is like this yearly program and like it's like hundreds of people audition and they pick four people and they go up to the fringe and they perform like every night. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. I think it'll be, you're going to fucking smash it. Based off of the evidence that we've just seen, you're going to oh, kill it. I hope, I hope so. I mean, that would, that'd be ideal. Mm, have say. you, have you, <laughs> of all the possibilities, it would be nice to do it. Have you been up to the fringe before? I've only been for like two days. So yeah, to like see shit and hang out. Yeah, I'm most worried about living with comics. That's, a, that's oh worrisome. God. And then the, the drinking. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, oh, be concerned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, for, for any of you guys that may not know, uh, Edinburgh French, right, uh, annual, was annual, then Pando happened, comedy festival, um, loads of people go up, and bars are open way too late. They're open way too late. And one day you might find yourself walking home at 4.30 a.m. going, again? <laughs> No, yeah. Athena, um, any advice? You've been up like a couple times. Yeah, so the second time I went, I was pregnant. That's a great way to get yourself home early. In the yes. Evening. So okay. I, would, I recommend if you want early nights and you don't want to go out drinking. I'll start working um, now. I'll yeah. Start <laughs> <laughs> but, a bit of, but for real, like, it's very easy, I think, in Edinburgh to be like, have a sail and the wind just takes you where you want to go. Just take the sail down and just like be your own boat and just mm, do your own thing. Mm. Like, a lot of people, I sound like a mother, like, but a lot of people are like, oh my God, like, I'm just out every night. It's like, stay in your yard. <laughs> like, mm. like, you can do that. And Go the fuck home. I tell you right now, um, this is a professional, this is professional advice. Your manager, if you have one, is doing the networking. You don't have to be, no one is getting on the Apollo because they was throwing up in a bin at three in the mm. morning on Prince's Street. Mm. You know? Have I been doing it wrong? <laughs> I haven't said that. I've never thrown up in a bin and I've never done the Apollo, so now there's a connection. But, mm-hmm. but I just think that sometimes there's an intense pressure to kind of, all those comics are there, so I've got to be there. You can mm. be in, your, in bed, being fresh for your show the next day. Do you know what I'm saying? So just like, that's, that's what I would say. But, you know, obviously the crack is amazing and don't miss out on the crack. Yeah. Uh, and as in like Irish crack, not rain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but... Ooh, that always just, gets just me. Clarify, yeah, yeah, when people yeah, say that, they'll be like, it's good crack. And I'm just kind of like, crack is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> crack got it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Crack will rip through your community. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> Kimo looked at the audience sternly, but also Beyonce-like. <laughs> Shivani, you're a big radio babe. Um, can I ask you, what is it about radio, like, as a medium that you love? I'm not being like, why are you doing that? Because it's great that you're doing that. I'm glad that you're also doing this. But why are you doing that? It's a, it's a good question. It's a good question. I've got to pay bills. Yeah. I've got bills to pay. And they were I, like, hey, we'll pay them. But how does that happen? Because <laughs> you, like, you used to be a, physis- a physicist. What the fuck is a physicist? Um, you know, like, science. 
But what what kind? Because <laughs> you're not that's a not, really bad one. <laughs> that's not chemicals. That's not chemicals. Is that like uh, that's um? What are they it's called? like it's the like balls. Um, the Newton balls. A little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a little bit the balls. Um, there's a lot on my course. There are actually a lot of balls. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, ball dominated industry. Ball dominated industry. Um, I yeah. I, I did physics at uni. Mm. Um, and it was a good time. Mm. I had some fun with it. I had lots of fun with the boys on the course. Boys on the balls. Mm. Um, and I kind of made my way through all of physics. So I was like, let's try something new. I've conquered physics. Yeah, I've done all of them. Yeah. I am, I am Newton's law. <laughs> Calculated the Hooke's uh, constant of my bed springs, and then I was like, well, what else is that? You know? Yeah, of course. Of course, we've got some math nodes in the house tonight. <laughs> uh, no, I, I did physics and then I was like, actually, it's really hard. Mm. Um, so then I realised I like talking about science. So I became a journalist for the BBC and mm. um, they don't love science as much as I thought they would. Okay. Yeah, they're, just they're kind of like wishy-washy with facts sometimes. Mm. Uh, Shots um, fired. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> They didn't pay my bills anymore. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, and then, and then, yeah, I got into radio from that, from from doing BBC stuff. I was like, "Hey, I can speak." Yeah. So <laughs> let me. So let me how speak. did you? How did you end up doing this? I did a very niche thing called science comedy. Any math nerds in the room? You'd have a great time. <laughs> science. I was just pretending yeah. I was cosplaying as yeah. a. Math nerd. <laughs> Do I need a pocket protector if I'm going to cosplay as a math node? Pocket protector? You don't have them here? Uh, okay, <laughs> so. We know all about pocket protectors. Yeah, you didn't know about pocket protectors. What's a pocket Maybe protector? Maybe you guys aren't smart. Is it contraception? Oh, the mighty have what fallen. What is that? Can I tell a very quick IUD story? It's so quick. Of course, let us in. I had a C-section I just, 18 months ago. And mm. when you have a C-section, you're conscious. It's actually major surgery, but you're conscious. And just before they sewed me back up, swear that the surgeon was like, oh, do you just stick an IUD in there whilst I'm here? <laughs> <laughs> like he was just lying around. Yeah. And then I just felt, and I, just, I just remembered that. It was so funny. Like I was it's like, such a... I, I had to make a decision. I was like, no. <laughs> just take the baby out. In. That's, <laughs> a, that's, that's what a pocket protector is. That's great. Is that? Is that <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. If that, that, so if that is what a pocket protector is, then yes. Yes. Yeah, you need, should, you need, yeah. Yeah. That's such a, an insane thing to say to it's someone, as if like the trek to your cervix is so stressful and long that like the, the doctor couldn't make it a second time. Would you? While I'm here, would you mean while I'm all up in your shit? It's like when you, it's like when you take your car in for a service and they go, oh, you know, might as well change your oil in it, like whilst yeah. the point open. <laughs> it's like a little spark plug. It was super. It was like I was. It was super funny. Oh my god. Like, so, um, this yeah. country really wants people to not have babies, and my country is obsessed with making people have babies. Hmm, where's the middle ground? <laughs> um, how did you get into comedy, Athena and Katie? Um, I was just like, um, I had a professional job and I did really well in it, thank you. Um, and I, but it was like, I got to a point where I was like, I can't get any further in this. Black people in this country, basically, if you want to get somewhere and have fewer obstacles, sadly, is sport and entertainment. 
and I was making Honestly. people laugh for free. I was going into these fucking places every day mm. and making people piss their pants. And I was, uh, you know, actually I was getting paid quite well, actually. But, <laughs> but, but, but not for making people laugh. So I thought, yeah. okay, let me see if I'm good at comedy and then that could help me. You know, and then that could be a realistic option for me. It was genuinely that... Mm deliberate it was like i'm just tired of this shit yeah. how can i get ahead and in, a, in a country fucking where... hilarious every day <laughs> but it was even it's you know i've been doing it for that's 10 so years true, now people so it's a long, be like, it's long oh, time if you you want to say that black people are so oppressed look at these people and these people are like oh do you mean there's athletes and singers phenomenal but it's, i shouldn't be here well, i should be in a council with you know 30 years service under my belt looking forward to a healthy pension do you know what I mean? I shouldn't be here. This is not a success story. And mm. not everyone else is going to have the luxury of being able to, like, I can't sing for shit. I can't, or I can't play for... Like, there's this real mad statistic that, like, 20% of Premier League comes from South London, and that's black men. That's not the right percentage, but black men from South London are massively represented in Premier League. That's a good thing. That mm. means opportunities are so low for black mm-hmm. boys in this country. They can do... They dream about stuff, and they have a tiny chance of success in don't look at the successful ones. Look at all the people whose dreams failed. Mm-hmm. The ones that are left behind, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm here for that terrible reason. <laughs> but uh, mainly, but... mainly, but, but also, like, I'm, I'm trying to be constructive with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here. Yeah. Um, but it is, yeah, but that's what I thought. I had to get out of the job I was in, man. It was just, mm. it was killing me. Not literally. It, I'm, it was fine. But I thought <laughs> I could do something else whilst I'm on this planet. Why not? I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, having a good time. Glad you're here. Thank you. Mm. What about you, Katie? <laughs> why, why you do this? Um, I just was doing an acting class and someone said, you're not really good at this, but you... But they said you should try stand-up, so I just did it ever since, really. Was, I hear you. It was, can never, I can't act. I did a commercial audition um, maybe a few weeks ago, and I'm like, I don't do this. I'm like, just what, why am I doing this? And I, I had to do the, like, the Zoom callback, and they're like, okay... Act excited, and I was like, <laughs> yes, yes. and then they're like, okay, do that again, but act excited, but without your mouth open. And I was literally like, <laughs> like I, I'm like, I don't understand, like how I'm supposed to act. So I don't act ever. It's just that was so funny. Um, thank you guys for sharing, and thank you so much for being here. Another round of applause for Katie Green, Shivani Dave, and Athena Kumanov. Great. Oh, what a lovely time. Uh, Honestly, it makes me so happy to be able to bring together comedians at different places in their comedy journeys and like present them to you. So I hope that you're having a lovely time too. The incredible comics you've heard all have projects that you can enjoy and support. So please follow them online. And if you've liked listening to the podcast, tell a friend. Um, And I, for some reason, haven't mentioned this on any previous episode, but Fuck It Up also exists in America. So if you are stateside and you would like to support or maybe go to a show, um, we put on shows in New York. Um, So you can find out more information about that at fuckitupcomedy underscore NYC. Um, yeah, the Fuck It Up podcast is brought to you by the Fems of Color Comedy Club, which is international, honey. The house of the guilty feminists and is a part of the ACAST Creator Network. Um, yeah, and I hope that you're loving on yourself because boy, is it a challenge sometimes, but boy, is it worth it.